You are listening to The Partner Podcast, relevant information to enhance the careers and improve the lives of partner-level attorneys. Produced by the Attorney Search Group, we grow law firms and accelerate attorney careers. Visit us on the web at attorneysearchgroup.com. Hi, this is Scott Love, and thank you for joining me on The Partner Podcast. This podcast is focused on giving law firm partners useful and relevant information that will help them improve in their lives, grow their practices, and get more business. I'm a high-stakes headhunter. I work like a sports agent for law firm partners who want to take meetings in other firms and make a move. I recruit partners in the two largest legal markets in the world, New York and Washington. And from my experience, I've noticed if a law firm partner can make better strategic decisions about client development, then they get much better odds of success. Today's topic is how data can drive decisions for law firm growth, and my guest on the podcast is Laura Leppard. Laura is the founder of Leppard Solutions, which is a data management company that provides real-time data for law firms and those in the legal industry so that they can make decisions based on information about client development and growth strategies. I've got with me on the podcast, Laura Leppard, who's the founder of Leppard Solutions, which is a data provider. I've known Laura for many years. She's become a business alliance partner. I'm a, I'm a customer of her service, and she's become a dear friend. And she founded Leopard Solutions back in 2005. And the topic for today that she's going to share with us is how law firms can use big data to uncover business development opportunities. Because anything you can do to get an edge, no matter how slight, is all you need to get ahead of your competitors. So, Laura, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Well, thanks for asking me. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. So let's just say your product, Leopard Solutions, let's just call it a widget. Here it is. This is a tool that can help law firm partners uh, and law firms identify strategically places to grow. Kind of describe a little bit about what it is that you offer in terms of data, then we'll kind of go deeper, uh, take a deeper dive into some of those attributes. Sure. Well, we when we started in 2005, we started really simply was a, a simple database of attorneys, uh, what their practice area was and their specialties. And through the years, it has grown to gather more and more and more information on each attorney. After we had done that for many years, uh, we realized we could use some of that attorney data to create some really incredible reporting systems that could give a user a big overview of what's going on in the market. Mm. And it didn't come to me in a dream. I actually had a law firm consultant take a look at some of our rudimentary reports and said, oh my goodness, do you know what you have here? I can use this to tell my law firm clients what's going on in the market. And then, of course, she went on to say, but it'd be really great if it did this and this and this and this. Hmm. So we, we built our Firmscape, which is our law firm intelligence product, around a lot of those items that uh, a few consultants told us would be incredible if we could put together. Right. 
luckily we could because we've been in the business a while now. We had a lot of attorney data to draw on. And not only could we show what was happening in the market currently, we could also look back and show you know, the difference of what had happened the year before, the year before that, and you could do some measurement. Uh, you could go back and see people who moved into a firm laterally several years ago, what their practice area was at the time, their specialties. It really created uh, an incredible product that we created with law firms in mind because everyone needs to make good decisions and making good data-based decisions is really the best way to go. You hear about it now everywhere. Everyone talks about it now. It's making that, you know, using big data to make better decisions. Well, we've been working toward that for several years, and, and we built that product for law firms, and it's great to have law firms using it and using that data to help make better decisions, better hiring decisions, uh, seeing where the market is going, seeing where new offices are opening it with their in, with their competitors, it really is a very powerful tool. That's great, and I always say it's like a flashlight in the dark. Why else would you walk aggressively in a certain direction unless you can see what's around you? And so it gives you everything you need to see what the landscape is like in front of you. That's right, and there are a lot of people who tend to walk very aggressively, you know, ahead without having that flashlight, and and they're going on anecdotal data, they're going on their gut feeling, they're going on, you know, some generalizations, and many times when they actually look at the data, they're quite surprised about what they see because it really does not confirm what they, you know, the the beliefs that they held. So data can be a really eye-opening experience. It can save you from making a really bad decision. And hopefully when, when you use it correctly, it can point you in the right direction. Absolutely and, right. And, Absolutely yeah. right. I think I've been a customer and a friend of yours for like eight years now, I think. Just depending yes. on that every single day. There's not a day that goes by where I don't use your service. And I know other people that are in the legal community can say the same thing. So, so tell me then, before we start going into how a law firm leader or somebody that really wants to take an initiative to grow a practice, what are the different different avenues of data that you have? And then we'll kind of talk about how somebody can use those to achieve the goal of uncovering business development opportunities. Okay. Well, we... You know, the easiest way to really help grow the revenue that your that your company has is through really strategic legal recruiting. Mm -hmm. um, and and to help accomplish that, we have two products. We have the Leopard List, which is our database of attorneys throughout the U.S. We're going to be researching 4,600 law firms uh, very, very shortly. So it's mm -hmm. a, a really great nationwide database with nationwide reporting on what's going on in the market. Uh, we have our uh, product Firmscape, which is our law firm intelligence program. All of those firms are included in that Firmscape program. So again, you're going to get reporting on what's happening in the entire nation. And I think that's one of the best ways or one of the, the quickest ways to up your revenue is to recruit the best people that will help you, you know, grow your business. 
We also have a product. It's our, our new in-house database where we have 60,000 attorneys working in corporations across the country. This is a great networking tool for attorneys. We have many data points that you can search by. You can search by uh, admits, law schools, JD years, areas of focus, companies, industries. Um, if you want to get an in at Exxon, um, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can use our in-house database to locate all of the attorneys that work for Exxon. You also can use Leopard List and Firmscape to go find all those people who worked at Exxon and moved into another law firm. So there's there's several different ways to get that in with that company that you'd like to make a connection with. So let me so – I didn't mean yeah. to cut you off, but uh, let me ask you about the in-house database. So let's say that uh, I'm a partner in charge and we want to grow a certain uh, – we want to target like 10 different companies. And so we would use the in-house database. And what would be some things that we would look for as we're looking at those profiles? What are some ideas that you've seen attorneys have been able to use to, to identify people that would be good to reach out to? Well, especially at a large law firm, then you've got a lot of people that could probably or, or most likely have a connection to one of those attorneys, mm -hmm. either through the law school that they went to, uh, to their, the undergrad school that they went to, a different company that they'd worked for that were, they had known that person. So if you, you could get the list of those people at those companies uh, where you're trying to find an in, pass it through the attorneys at your firm and see who has a connection to that person. And I don't mean just a, a, a connection on a social network that really doesn't mean anything, but a connection. I went to law school with that person. Actually, right. my, uh, you know, uh, I was in the same organization with this person five years ago. I, I really knew them well. Now you've got a personal connection, which helps open that door and get you that soft in with that person. That's right. Yeah. So that's a lot better than cold calling, <laughs> which I, yes. I doubt any lawyer would ever do. So they can look for those avenues that would make it a soft, really nice, easy landing when they made first contact with people. That's great. That's right. And they can also look to see who's left their firm and see if any of those people have landed at one of those companies, because that happens as well. Um, through Firmscape and in Leopard List, we have attorney history, so you can <coughs> see where they went. And our in-house database history is connected to Leopard List now, okay. so it's a shared history between the two. So as they leave a law firm and they enter in-house, all of that history goes with them, all of their hiring history. So you can go through and see, you know, someone who left your wow. firm several years ago. They went to another firm and now they ended up at an in-house company. So there's several ways to kind of make that connection, whether they worked at your firm previously or you went to law school with them or someone in your law firm knows them. All of that presents door opening opportunities. So let, let me kind of conceptualize how this might work. Whoever's listening to this, maybe it's a partner that's in charge of a group. They might say, I'm going to have our managing partner for strategic growth or chief marketing officer, whomever it is, reach out to you. Let's say that they make the investment. And I'm not making this a sales pitch, of course, but you've got, a, you've got an incredibly valuable tool. Let's say they make that decision and they're getting into this. How, how would you envision this might play out within a law firm? Do you think there could be a point person that could 
understand your system, and, I, and I'm, maybe I'm kind of answering the question, a point person would take the time, really go through the system, go through the training, understand that, and then come up with the, with the plan for how we're going to collect information from our partners and how we're going to uh, sift through your data and then come up with an action plan. Is that kind of how you would envision that happening? Well, it is, and and it's very easy to do. And, and if a law firm buys us, everyone at the law firm has access to the product. So attorneys could run some of their own searches, uh, but it, it is pretty simple. You just key in the companies you're interested in. You get a list of attorneys. You can uh, see their history. You can take that list, pass it through people in your firm to see if they know them. You also can see what law school they went to. So that's another connection. If you have people uh, that went uh, to Miami uh, and they're at a particular company like I'm looking at right now, then who in your law firm went to that law school who could probably reach out and say, hey, we went to the same law school. I'm touching base because of blah, 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 especially if they have a, if they graduated, you know, uh, at approximately the same time. That's a really that's a really easy reach. You also can search that, you know, people that left your firm. So you can search for that. Um, you would use a couple, there are a couple of reports available where you can do that and you can stretch back over the years and see where they are now and see if they're in an in-house company, see if they're in um, the, a different law firm, but you're able to track that pretty easily. Right. Uh, we're also building a report, uh, which, will, which would be very helpful for that. You're able to search the attorney history in sort of a different way. Just show me all the people who entered a law firm or at one point in time worked for the SEC who worked for the Department of Justice, who worked for this particular company, and you should be able to get that information right in Firmscape. Wow, that's that, you just make it sound so easy, and uh, it really is, I'm sure. <laughs> well, it, yes, it, it, it will be. <laughs> All that information is available now. It's just a little trickier to get. Um, right. I, could, I, can, I can show you how to pull it, but when we write a report, it'll make it super easy for you. But all of this is about connection. It's about finding that common ground, finding that way to open the door so you've got a warm call instead of a cold call, especially if you're trying to get business you know, out of a company. And that's something I've seen just the evolution of your company, kind of being on the sidelines and seeing how it's one improvement after another over and over again. Yeah. And now the latest iteration of Firmscape, that's the next thing we can talk about it's just amazing where knowing and from my perspective, knowing who's most likely to make a move. I think you mentioned this the other day when we talked, someone at the four year point is kind of is going to be likely to make a move. I've actually done uh, queries to find out who's left within a certain year. Contact them stating, I think <laughs> you've been there at a certain period of time. Maybe it's perfect. Maybe it wasn't everything you thought it was supposed to be. And if it's not, then call me and I get calls back because I know that they're at that point where they could be open to move. So, so, so tell me then, because I want to keep this not based on what I do with, with headhunting, but really partners looking to grow their practice. Let's mm -hmm. say that somebody wants to understand the landscape and they're involved in hiring for their firm, because just like you said, you want to grow your firm, you want to get new clients, bring on new partners. And this is something mm -hmm. I really agree that partner level recruiting, it's really the safest form of client development because you're not just adding that cadre of a dozen new companies. You've got that trusted advisor that's going to shepherd those new relationships in, get those clients to feel safe with that new firm, and then spread the work out and then 
tightly secure them as a client by servicing them with good work over and over again. Uh, so you mentioned that there was a white paper. You'd done a study based on the data that you use, and there were some interesting results from that. Tell me about what some of those are, and then we can talk about how people can get this white paper. Uh, sure. We did a uh, white paper recently on return of investment in hiring. So it's a, an ROI report. Um, there have been an interesting some trends this year that you can see using one of our um, Firmscape reports called the Growth Decline Report. Mm -hmm. In there, we saw that this year the number of people who joined a firm due to a merger had risen significantly. Uh, we did a podcast just a few weeks ago with Bob Couture of McGuire Woods, and he said, you know, there's really only about a 30% success rate of law firm mergers, which is a pretty shocking statistic. Right. Um, in our ROI report where we looked at new hires and we looked at lateral hires, we thought the average, uh, that retention average w was actually not very good, but it beats the success rate of mergers. So, so it wow. looks like lateral hires are really the best way to bring this on, you know, to bring on new people to help you grow your business. The wow. statistics of them succeeding are higher than the number of people that are brought on due to a merger. Um, they're also better or slightly better than new hires. So the white papers on our website, it's, it's, uh, easy to get and it's free leopard solutions fall ROI report. Uh, the, uh, attrition rate for new hires was 45%. Um, and laterals, it was better by about 2% at, at 43. Uh, however, uh, there, there are definite reasons, you know, why some laterals perform better than others. We did see that associates tend to stay about two years before they move on. Uh, partners stay about four. Uh, the number of attrition in associates was higher than the number of attrition within partners. So partner laterals seem to be a pretty good investment uh, for a company. Um, and if you really are targeted about who you're going after, then you might get some really good success. I mean, if you think about it, a merger is sort of a, a one size fits all move. Right. So if you're bringing over 100 people or 30 people or you've got a lot of people you have to try to please, you've got conflicts to work out. You have a head of you know litigation. You've already got a head of litigation. Uh, you've got pension plans. You've got you've got a lot of things that you have to a lot of questions and a lot of problems that you have to solve within a group. Solving that on a person by person basis is actually easier because it will help keep that person happier uh, because it's not a one size fits all model. So that lateral recruitment seems to be has a little bit percentage, you know, of success than that new hire and, and growth by merger. So it's, it was really interesting for us to see once we started combing through the numbers and then bringing those laterals on in a very strategic way is also very important. And what do you mean by that exactly? 
Well, I mean, if you know or have a, a good idea who this attorney has represented at their previous firm, if you have a good idea how many times he's moved in his career and how long he stayed at those firms, it gives you a good idea of what might happen at your firm. So you wanted somebody who has represented Merrill Lynch in the past, you can run that, uh, make that a piece of your criteria in the leopard list. Um, you're going to get the people that have represented Merrill Lynch. Look at those attorney histories. We have a, a new feature that's going to be coming out um, shortly. It's called a duration filter. So you're able to say, gee, I don't want to see any attorney that has not been at their firm more than one year, more than you know two years. You kind of want to take out those people that have recently arrived at the firm. So that way you don't have to wade through those people who are probably not ready to move yet. And you can target those people who are within that year frame of being at the firm where they might be likely to jump. Right. Um, so that's a, that's another strategic move. Someone who might be ready to go, how do you convince them to come to your firm? You can look at all kinds of data points that we present using the lateral report, the growth decline report to build your story. So just really um, getting someone with the experience that you need, getting someone who tends to stay at a firm uh, for a length of a particular length of time, four years, five years, that's a pretty good you know, return on your investment. Um, looking at their, their true uh, hiring history, uh, seeing someone that has previously worked at the SEC, if that's one of your requirements, or previously worked at an in-house company. That's, that data is present in our data and can help you really find the people that you're looking for. That's great. That's great, Laurel. What, what would be some of the more vivid success stories that you have had when people have used your service <laughs> and people have called you to tell you about that. What are some of the success stories that you, you can recall? Well, uh, I, we do hear a lot, of course, from uh, the recruiting departments um, where a lot of law firms aren't doing a direct approach themselves, but it's good for them to know who they're really looking for. Right. If they're working with a recruiter who's not sending them the people that they really need, they're able to go in and develop a really targeted list and say, these are the people that we want. They have the experience that they want. They have the background that they want. Uh, they tend to stay at their law firm for a period of time that, that looks good to us. These are the people that we want you to go after. It really puts them more in the, in the driver's seat when it comes to finding those people that they really want. Uh, and I think that's really important. Instead of working blind, just saying, here's my job description. This is what I'm looking for. You know, they are, they're able to say, here's my job description, but here are some actual examples of attorneys that I would love for you to read to. I can't do it. I would love for you to do it. And that way they're really going to get what they're looking for. Um, and, and it's, uh, that has been very successful for a, a lot of the law firms that we've worked with. I've, I've also had stories where they come back and say, you know, I've had a partner that was looking for an attorney with these 10 sets of criteria. We were able to say, there's five of them and none of them want to work at this firm. So you're mm. going to have to adjust your criteria. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
So I'm, I'm, but this is there's, a, there's also some good arguments. Of, we also have there's a little bit of a. Um, Sometimes they feel like they really don't want to recruit outside of the top 200. Well, there are a lot of really good attorneys who work outside of oh, the top sure. 200. And and because we have expanded our database within the last year, it really helps them find those people where they might not have found them in the past. So that has also come back to us like saying it's fantastic that you've got these new firms in the database now. We found some really great people. So we've had a lot of success on, on that front with the with the recruiting um, aspect of, of you know leopard solutions on the CI side where they're looking for how can I better compete in this market well it gives them a window into what their competitors are doing really like they've never had before and I've heard some great great things about how they've used that to make some strategic decisions uh, they saw in Firmscape where two of their competitors opened up a new office in an area that they had not even considered. And they started looking into that and started making plans to open up an office of their own, centering around a, a particular practice area. So we are able to show data in real time or uh, historical data where you can see the trajectory of your you know, competing law firm in a way that's really never been done before. And it gives those people a lot of information when they're about to make some decisions. If you have an office that you feel is underperforming, you know, have other people found the same thing in that region? Have other firms closed offices in that region? Uh, do, have other firms also experienced the fact that it's really hard to keep associates in this particular area of the country? What could those underlying, be, you know, reasons be? If you think you're the only one with that problem, Problem, it's really hard to solve it. But once you see it's more of a universal problem, whether, it, whether it's no one wants to move there because housing is so difficult to arrange, uh, whatever it is, you see that you're not the only one with that problem. It helps sort of expand your way to solve it. And also possibly even investigate how they solved it if, if they do indeed you know, make that correction in, in uh, losing those associates. So it's a lot, a lot of information they can use to make decisions about growth, non-growth, whether uh, to look at a practice area, how it's doing in a particular location, whether they should open or close a location. By looking at what their competition is doing, it just gives them more insight into what they, they might want to do themselves. I think that's great, Laura. It's almost like there are endless possibilities of how to use the data. You have it all put together in a usable, searchable, indexable format. I bet you're at the point now where you've had you've probably had people call you and say, "Look what I was able to figure out using your data." Something that you probably hadn't even conceptualized before. That is that is that a pretty good guess? Yes, absolutely. I learn all the time different things that you can do with this data uh, because they, they're in there looking for one particular item. They figure out a way to get it. They communicate it back to us. And it's like, wow, that's great. Here, we'll make it even easier for you. We'll just we'll put a button here. We'll do this. We'll do that. I mean, right. We really grow our products through the needs of our clients. So it's, if there's it's, a report we don't have, we'll build it. If there's a button great. that you need, we'll build it. And it just it makes it easier for them and easier for us, too. And that's something I've noticed also just being a user. The more I use it, the more I understand it, the more I know how to look for certain trends. 
to be able to yes. pinpoint what is going to happen in the future so I can get there before anybody else. And that's a, it's a huge part of my success just because it's, it's just massive amounts of good, clean, accurate, up-to-date, relevant information that helps me with my decisions. And that's why I thought it'd be good for you to come on here because everything that you have relates to law firm growth defining those business development opportunities. Uh, so anything else, Laura, that you can share with us, such as how can people check it out? How can they get uh, uh, get a chance to take it for a test drive? And even if they're not ready to do that, how can they still benefit from some of the white papers and other resources that you have available? Well, that's that's easily done. And, and those are all free. They're sitting on our website right now. If you go to our website on the top bar is something that says uh, webinars. Uh, you go to law firm webinars and there's several webinars in there about mergers, about growing business, how to use data to make big decisions. So there's a lot of great webinars in there that will benefit law firms. And if what's your website address, Laura? It's leopardsolutions.com. Great. Well, and of course, you know, a free test drive is available for any of our products. We're happy to show anybody what we do and how Firmscape works and give them a preview of their own Firmscape report. So all of that's available uh, free at our website, and we're, we're happy to welcome those visitors. Well, thank you very much, Laura. I really appreciate your time. We'll have you back on here on another episode of the podcast here real soon. Thanks so much, Laura. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. And if you have ideas or recommendations for this podcast, please email me at scott at attorneysearchgroup.com. For more information about the Attorney Search Group and the services I offer as a sports agent for partners that want to find a better platform, visit me on the web at attorneysearchgroup.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.